Well, we are starting a brand new series here this morning, which uh, I'm really excited about. Uh, It's a series that is about everyday life. We as a church want to make sure that uh, you are equipped uh, to do life well, because I just know without a shadow of a doubt that uh, our life matters to God. He wants to have us all in a good place in life. And what I love about following Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour is I don't have to wonder about how to do everyday life. There is so much guidance and words in the Bible that helps me through all areas of life. I don't have to wonder about how I interact with people, how I think about this, how I do that. I believe with all my heart that this book is set up to help us and guide us in life. And I just love that we are starting this new series. And the title of this Sunday is Healthy Habits. It was funny, I was uh, at that conference this week, I flew out on Tuesday, but on Monday I was driving uh, two of my kids to school and Sienna, who's 11, said, oh, what are you doing today, Dad? I said, oh, I've got a bit to organise, including I've got to start preparing a message for the weekend. And she's like, oh, what's the message on? I'm like, oh, it's about healthy habits. And she's like, oh, good, Dad, you're good at that? I'm like, oh, am I now? She goes, oh, you're good. You get us eating really good food. You, you, you protect our hearts to make sure we're not watching bad shows. And, uh, and, and the other thing I, I know that you really do, you exercise a lot. So uh, right there in the car, I thought, oh, okay, that, that, that helped me get off to a good start, thinking, oh, maybe I can uh, speak into that here today. And uh, that was her little thoughts. But I just know without a shadow of a doubt that uh, God wants to continually be shaping our lives. And he is interested. He's our father. He's a good father. He's a faithful father. And I just know as a father myself, I want my children to be well equipped. Uh, Of course, I want them to know Jesus so I know their eternity is secure in heaven with God. That's at the highest. But I just know in all the other areas of life, I want them to do really well. I love my kids. I want them to flourish. I want them to be blessed. I want them to be healthy. I want them to be well. I want, I want life to be really, really, really good for them. I want them to, to experience wonderful things. And there's so many elements of their life that I'm interested in. And I want to, as a father, lead them to, to a good place in a whole sphere of areas. Guess what? For our lives, God's exactly the same. He's a good father. He's a loving father. And he wants to lead us into a great place. And I just know if we follow his ways, that's ultimately where we end up. Healthy habits. Healthy. It's good for me. It's good for my soul. It's good for my spirit. It's good for its mind. There's some of the things that uh, if we, uh, we do well in habits can lead us to. And the meaning of habit, a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Obviously, sometimes we find ourselves with poor habits, and they can be hard to give up, but it's great when we move uh, to have areas of good habits, and that we know that they're so good for us, even if they're hard to do at times, that we're committed to them, because they, we know that they're good for us, and we know we're just going to keep going, even if they're tough. Good habits are great and wonderful to have in your life, and if you're here today and you're thinking, you know, I've got a few habits that aren't that great. And I'm included in this. There's always work to be done. I've got good news for all of us because I just know today that we are going to be inspired to break some bad habits, form some new ones, form some good ones. You see, if we 
kill the old life by starving it, we grow the new life by feeding it. We can grow new habits and we can feed those habits and they can become habits in your life. There's a lot of research done. Sometimes they say it takes a little while to get a habit going. Often you hear quoted like 28 days. That's pretty encouraging. What are we now? We're like kind of uh, early in September. Wouldn't it be great if early in October you had a whole lot of brand new wonderful habits in your life that was producing great fruit, that was setting your life up for a wonderful and tremendous and great future. 28 days from now, even if there's just one thing that's illuminated to you today that you can begin to change, it can make a really big difference for you and your future. And I just know that healthy habits, they form strong characters. We need strong characters in our life. That is a good thing. We need to walk closely with the Lord and we need to form great character. And I love even with Jesus, he obviously had magnificent habits. And two of them that obviously stand out is his habits of knowing the Word of God and reading the Word of God. I mean, at the age of 12 in the synagogue, he amazed those around him because of his knowledge of the Word. And we also know that he had that wonderful habit of prayer all through the Gospels. We know Jesus went out and he prayed. He found solitude place. He was always in prayer. And I'm not going to touch on those two big ticket items here today, but obviously I just want to illuminate how important they are to make sure we've got those going on in life. But I'm going to look at some other areas here today that I believe can encourage us and help us in this life to help develop a great life. Uh, As I said earlier, some of them uh, of these I think I'm doing okay with, like my daughter illuminated. There's a few I think I'm traveling okay. There's others that I'm working on myself. But I want to make sure that, uh, that I'm moving forward. Jesus said this in John 4.23, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. We obey his teaching so he can really work in our lives and he can come into our lives. So here today, I just want to remind us up front that uh, for some things, The things with our poor habits is sometimes they settle in and they've been in our life for a long time. I want to encourage you here today. You might have made 10 years of New Year's resolutions and none of you've never made it through that poor habit. Here today, I'm just believing that the power of God is here to help you, that the power of the Holy Spirit is here to help you, that today could be the day where you break the old and you move into the new. Would that be good news for us? I think we should give the Lord a round of applause for what He's about to do here this morning. Because we know the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's a promise from the Word of God. So a few good habits, and I've just, I think there's a lot of these we could focus on. I've selected some here this morning. And the first one I want to uh, just focus in on is to have a habit of being a worshipper. To worship the great I am. To make it actually a habit in our life to worship Him. To actually live life where you're always just telling God how good He is. God, I'm so grateful. God, I love your creation. God, I'm thankful for my job. God, I'm thankful for my friends. God, I'm thankful for this. Just have a thing in your life where you're always praising and worshiping the great I am. That is a really good and wonderful habit to have in your life, to worship God as a lifestyle. John 4, 23, 24. Yet a time is coming and now Uh, has come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. 
for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshippers must worship in the spirit and in truth. Let's be worshippers. Let's not just make sure our only expression of worship is 20 minutes on a Sunday, but it's, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. I remember many years ago being uh, south of Sydney playing golf with a, a great friend of mine. He's pastors, pretty much one of the largest C3 churches in our movement in San Diego. And we're in the middle of the golf course and it did happen to be a very pretty golf course. And I just remember a couple of times during the round, he just stopped in the middle of the fairway and just went, just in awe and great gratitude of God and his creation, he just started to worship halfway through the game of golf. Maybe because he was also beating me on this occasion, but he was just worshipping. And it was just a great thing to see. There we have this pastor leading a huge congregation, and he was just a worshipper. He just had worship bubbling out of him, even in the middle of a game of social golf. He had to come and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And I just think it's a wonderful, very healthy thing in life to just be aware that we're created by God. He loves us. There's a lot of good things in life. And just to be someone who worships. I love David in the Old Testament because he was a giant slayer. He was a king. But what else was he? He was a worshiper. He was a worshiper. And we're designed to worship God because if we don't worship God, we'll end up worshiping something else. We'll end up worshiping something else. For some people, they worship money, ends up controlling them, ends up taking them into all sorts of evil and uh, unhealthy places. For some people, they worship relationships. They will let you down very quickly. Some, it's a career. There's all sorts of other things. But I want to encourage us for the health of our soul to be a worshiper of the King. Does that sound good? Is that a good one? And one of the things I do to help me in that is I just listen to a lot of worship music. I, uh, I think the, uh, some of the office staff here, they're like, oh, I would hardly turn down the music. It's always on just pretty much in my office, loud worship music. I have it on in my car. I go for walks sometimes with it in my ear. Real Ren retreat, I had to put it on my ear just to get some sleep that night because of the other noises in the, uh, the dorm. But I just worship. It's a great, healthy habit. The next one is the habit of surrounding yourself with great friends. That is a really great and wonderful thing to do in your life, is to surround yourself with other wonderful people. It'll help you. So much of your future is locked up in other people and other relationships. And it's just, it's good for us to make sure we've got some good friends in life. It is going to help all of us to have great and wonderful people. So put yourself in a position to interact with other great people. When church is finished, there's, I think a great thing to do is come down and have coffee. It's a gold coin donation, free for all of our guests. And just rub shoulders and chat with other people in the life of the church. When you hear of an every woman big night out, every woman, that means, hold on, every, yeah, everyone, every woman, come along. And come and just interact. I mean, so much great stuff happens from a stage. But then there's other elements of just the conversations and the chats. I love the Real Men Retreat because we were together for like 23 hours of just men being together. And it was just connection. There was guys off playing basketball. There were some people just hanging around uh, admiring their motorbikes. Some guys were looking at their cars. Some guys were just having coffee around the fire and, and chatting. Other people were kicking footballs. There was all sorts of discussions 
but it's about making sure you've got good connections because the day will come where your friend needs you, but there's another day will come, it's when you need your friend. And we've just got to make sure we put ourselves, it's not always easy, but just look out. That's what I love about church is this is good people in this house. We're not perfect, but there is people who will help you on the journey of life. And it is a good habit. The Bible says as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. It is a good habit. And the enemy will always want to try and isolate you because that's not a good place. Proverbs says this, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. The enemy would like you out there on your own, making the big decisions on your own. But no, come in. It's good for us. It's good to be in a community of great people, great friends. It's a good, healthy habit to have in life and go after it. The next one is, let's be people that don't give up. Go after things. Pursue your dreams. Don't quit. Lean towards faith, not away from it. Be someone who just doesn't give up. When we got off the plane on Friday, it was uh, the, the couple walking in front of Natalie and myself as we got to the end of the plane got stopped by one of the air hostesses, right? And said, oh, I understand today is your 50th wedding anniversary. Hey, we'd just like to, to give you a gift and uh, we just want to congratulate you. This is an airline and I'm like, how good is this? And it was so cute. The man was there. He was on the aeroplane, but he had his little tie on, you know, just dressed beautifully. And as uh, they walked off the plane, I actually thought, oh, here's a great opportunity to ask a couple that's made it for 50 years, what's their key? Is there something you would like to tell a young couple? And I kind of said, oh, well done, guys. Hey, uh, 50 years, that's incredible. Have you got, what's your key? And, uh, and one of them, they kind of said, uh, you know, never stop loving each other. And I think the other one said, uh, just don't give up. What a great thing. Shut the door out the back. And that's a, a thing we can do in so many areas of life is we just don't give up. It's a great way to be. It's a great way to live. Because I want to remind us, Romans 8.31, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? It's good to know that we're never out there alone. God is with us. We're going to make it through. When challenges come, when hardship comes, let's go to faith. Let's believe that God is with us. He's for us. We're going to make it through this thing. It's just a don't don't give up because if you give up, you'll you'll find yourself nowhere near where God wants to lead you forward in life. Don't give up. Footy season ended last weekend for my uh, son Jesse. He turned eight uh, this week. And can I tell you the highlight of the year for me? He scored some great tries. He made some great tackles. The absolute highlight for me of watching pretty much every game this season of Rugby Union, my boy playing, was when he got smashed in a tackle. And I'll tell you why it was my favourite bit. Because on this day, his coach said, hey, Jesse, you're captain today. And when he got smashed, like he got hit hard, got flung to the ground, I knew it hurt him. I saw him get up and some tears started getting through his eyes. But do you know what my son did on this day? He shaked that off and he ran straight back to his fold and he kept playing. And at the end of the game, I said, Jesse, you got hit pretty hard, that hurt. And he's like, Dad, it did really hurt. But he said, I was not going to let my team down. I was not going to give up. That was my highlight of 2017 rugby season for my son. He didn't give up. What a great thing. What a great thing just to carry on the inside of you. That is really good and good for your future. Don't give up. Don't give up. Another area is to just uh, to consider where our health is. 
just our health of our bodies. I uh, put focus, time, and energy into this. I do it for the sake of my wife. I do it for the sake of my kids. I do it for the sake of my grandkids. And in Jesus' name, for the sake of my great-grandkids. I want to do all I can to, to have this vessel healthy and well. And I do it to make sure that even, uh, you know, as the pastor here, that I can, I can do it well and be in a good place. Do I always enjoy exercise? Well, if it's got water, a fiberglass board with three fins, I kind of do enjoy it. But most of the exercise I do, I actually would be honest in saying I actually don't enjoy it that much. I enjoy the feeling afterwards, but in the middle of my push-ups, my dips, my burpees, my sprints, my random hopping up the backyard, my pull-ups, my this and that. I don't enjoy it that much, but I don't let it stop me because I've formed a habit in my life. I have an aim. I try and at least exercise four times a week. Normally, it's at least one surf and three workouts. This week was a glorious week, three surfs, three swims and two workouts. It was a rare one, but it's just good for my body. And in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, it says this. It's just, uh, this chapter has been talking about sexual purity. And then it says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were brought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. And although it's come out of that other context, I still think there's an element in there to say, hey, let's, let's just look after it. And we're all at different levels of fitness, and that's good, but just... Just think about what works in your life and maybe something that can help you to just get it, you know, in, in the best state you can. And that be might walking a couple of times extra a week. That might be like just doing a light run or, or maybe going to the gym or just consider, just consider, is there something I can do for my body to help me? I, uh, at our conference this week, there was some breakout sessions and I was hosting a session just in terms of introducing the speakers and it was on, um, it was on emotional health for pastors and leaders. And the first guy that got up, he's a pastor on the Central Coast, one of our pastors, and he pretty much said, look, be physically healthy to remain emotionally healthy. It was a good point, just to look after your bodies, have them in a good place. It can be really, really helpful. 3 John 1, 2 says this, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. May you be in good health. And I believe that's, that's where the Lord wants us. He wants us to be in a good place and He wants us to be in a good state of health. So let's just consider, maybe today there's something there. And eat well. I mean, uh, have treats, but make sure there's, the habit is healthy eating. That can be really good. Sometimes you need to eat what you feel like, uh, not what you feel like, but what is good for you. Sometimes uh, uh, this can be good. As I said, I was away this week and my diet was a little bit different and there was probably more takeaway, more restaurant food. And on Friday night, I probably felt like heating up the, uh, the Thai green curry that was uh, in the fridge frozen, but uh, I resisted and I took more effort and more uh, time to make a salad. I just knew that it was just going to be better for me to have a salad. I did the same thing last night. I just busted out a couple of Hartley Taylor salads. And sometimes just making those decisions can be good for us. We can think about what we're drinking. Maybe there's some things there to, to reduce some sugar and, and, and do things like that. There's a whole lot of things that we can do just to put ourselves in a good place because we are God's masterpiece.
And we know that the better we are and the healthier we are, the more energy we will have. The more energy we have will mean the more uh, we can output, we can do more tasks. We'll be better able to sustain ourselves for the long haul. It's kind of worth putting some effort in life, isn't it, now? We'll pay the dividends later on. Another thing I think we can do well is, uh, is speak well. Speech is so important in life. What we say helps shape our future. What is spilling out of your mouth? Because I think we're all, there's times where things go out and go, oh, probably shouldn't have said that. Just think about saying good things. Be someone who uplifts, encourages, uh, speaks faith, speaks goodness, speaks good things. Just be someone where that is your, your habit of what comes out of your mouth. Colossians talks about uh, having conversations full of grace, uh, seasoned with salt. Ephesians talks about words that build others up. Proverbs talks about uh, a soothing tongue is like a tree of life. Like there is a lot we can do that's going to be great. It's going to be great for those around you, great for your family, great for your friends. But also think about what you say about yourself. We had an incredible message here preached by Jamie Malcolm. I think it was last year and he, he challenged us on what are you saying to yourself? And I sat there and I thought, wow, that is a powerful word. Because there's times where you just do something really, just, you do something dumb. But what do most of us do? We actually tell ourselves, that was a stupid thing you just did. We actually start speaking these words over and speaking them to ourselves. And I got really challenged. And, I, and I'm happy to say from hearing that word, I've changed how I speak about myself at times. I've, I've resisted on a lot of occasions speaking these negative words and, oh, you always do. I've, just, I've stopped saying it because I think there was great power in that word. So just be aware of what's coming out of your life. That can be really good. We doing okay? Are these helpful? Rhythms in life. I read a great uh, book this year uh, called Adrenaline and Stress by a guy called Archibald Hart. And he just really focused in on the condition of people's hearts. And a lot of research had been done. And he was putting forward the argument about uh, that people are just living such fast-paced lives now, really fast. He actually said, I believe we're, we're living too fast. Our body is it's pumping too much adrenaline into our system all the time because of the, the, the rhythm of life. And he, he actually called it hurried sickness. But it, it kind of got me thinking and... I kind of thought, well, it's probably going to be good for, our, for us and our health if we consider how, we're, how fast we're running and what kind of rhythms we're on. Just make sure we're having the appropriate rest, the appropriate downtimes, that we're not all running uh, on burnout because you don't want to be running right on the edge of burnout because then when something does happen or a big challenge comes, then you do burnout. You just want to be making sure you're, you're living life at the pace that's good and it's really healthy. And it's good for you. And all of our pace will be different. I mean, if you're Lebanese, I think you, you, you can survive on about half the hour's sleep that I need. But we know our bodies and we know what's good for us. We just need to work on that and consider that for life and, and get in the rhythm of what we need to do. I remember being at a session with uh, Canon J. John just before a presence one year. And I had missed it in the session. I must have been writing something else down. But Mick came up to me afterwards and said, oh, I loved it when he said uh, that Jesus always walked. The Bible doesn't say Jesus ran anyway, anywhere. It's almost like this rhythm that Jesus had of walking. And, and I was like, wow, that's, I kind of like that. Like, 
you know, I'm the kind of guy that tries to fit in a lot and you'll see me down the street and I'll be running from this store to that store to get everything in and just finding a rhythm that works, a rhythm that's good and healthy for your life. Oh, I've got so many in such little time. I'll, uh, I'll just, uh, I'll go to this one quickly. I think it's important to, we live in a world and we live in a very expensive city and uh, finances cause a lot of strain on individuals, a lot of strain on, on marriages. And I just think that the Word of God can be really helpful in this area, just to how to do life financially. And there's so many scriptures, Hebrews 13.5, keep your life free from the love of money, content with what you have, that's good. Luke 12.15, speaking to the people we went on, take care, protect yourself against the least bit of greed. You know, life's not determined by what you have. Even, uh, even if you have a lot, there's all these great scriptures and I just want to uh, just even highlight that. It's healthy to not spend more than you earn. Just some, some real good principles in life to help you and the Word of God's got some great tips in there just to help us because financial stress brings so much just worry and concern to life. Just consider how, how can you do the best with what's coming in. Just be just have the wisdom. There's a time and season for all things. And sometimes I see young couples and, and they're barely able to make ends meet, but they'll buy a coffee on the way to work. Then they'll get a coffee and a muffin for uh, morning tea. And then they'll go and buy lunch and a drink. And I'm like, you've just that's $25 just gone like that. You do that over a week, it's $125. You do that over a year, you're like, you're busting up into the, you know, into big, big amounts of money just Maybe a little change could be a, a good habit for you to get into. And there might be a day where that's fine to do all of that, but things like that, they can be really helpful. So just consider what's happening in that area. Consider what's happening because God wants to lead us forward. He doesn't want us to be struggled. And if you don't have wisdom in this area, just proclaim and believe James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. There's always an answer, isn't there? <laughs> There's always hope. There's always an answer for us in this word for all of the areas that we all need to move forward or get help on. There is help. God is there for all of us. And I'll ask the band to come. And the last one, there's quite a few here we could go into because I think there's a whole lot of areas that we can move forward in. I made a change in my household recently with uh, watching TV. I realized I don't mind watching a bit of TV, but if you're not careful, you just get sucked into so many shows. You know the shows that are on, like Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, like the block, Wednesday night. Before you know it, your whole week's just, it's just full of TV. And you get sucked in, and then uh, and there's probably some things that are missing out in life. It might be time with family, or uh, you're missing out on, on reading, or there could be things that you could have done better. So I started saying, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, TV free nights, and it's helped me. The State of Origin's on, I might break that rule for that. But generally, it's, it's just actually helped me. These are just, just habits, things that we can do to make life better. And the final one I'll just touch on, I'll give it just 30 seconds. I could preach a whole series on it, but be a forgiver. If you want healthy habits, can I encourage you to always be someone who forgives swiftly and quickly. It's one of the greatest things for your own soul, for your own freedom is to always release and let go of all the wrongs that people have done against you. If you hold on, if you hold on to unforgiveness, it turns to bitterness in your own life. 
you miss out on so much, so much of where God will want to lead you to. Be someone who releases, forgives and lets go. I tell you what, if you do that, you'll feel so much better on the inside. It won't always be easy in the moment, but you'll feel better. You'll feel better. You'll set your life up in a wonderful, wonderful way. So there's a few things here this morning. There might be other things. Maybe it's even worth asking God, God, is there some things for me that I need to alter, I need to change so that I can go forward in life, that I can be led to where you'd want me to be led because your life matters. God cares about you. He wants good things for you. And I I believe if we listen, there'll always be Him just helping us in life, guiding us in life, leading us in life. It's worth always being open. And it might be something that I've said, but it might be something else. Could I encourage you, take it to God, ask Him for supernatural strength so you can set some good and wonderful, healthy habits in life so you can be all you can be. Isn't God good? Why don't we give Him a round of applause here this morning?